0: Welcome to Second Act Podcasts. Second Act, it's a continuation, yet an evolution. It's finding meaning, fulfillment, and a deep sense of purpose. Through these podcasts, I'd like to invite people who have experienced their second acts, found a bigger purpose, and are ready to share their stories as we truly believe learnings happen through conversations. Today I'm going to introduce a friend from school. We never actually were friends in school, but we were acquaintances, I would say. But I happened to uh, see a lot of work which this friend of mine was doing uh, in her corporate life. And that attracted me really to have her on my podcast. So welcome, Deepti Dang. You are the lead for India for HP Digital Studios. You do all the digital work for the world right here in India. And I know that um, you have been very special to me because for both my programs, which is I Celebrate Myself and Lead from Your Core, you were the first ones to nominate your team. And that made my programs very successful. So thank you for believing in me and thank you for believing in the second act.
1: Thank you, Archana. That's very, very kind of you. And I must tell you that to me, every time anybody starts a venture, leaves his or her job and invests himself or herself in something, I think there's just one word I have, which is respect. Because it takes a lot for anybody to take a leap and say, hey, listen, let me invest in my passions. Let me take my aspirations of not just my mind, of my heart ahead. So all respect for you. And while I talked about just you, but I think your entire journey
0: I was reading on the LinkedIn is absolutely amazing. Thank you. I mean, really, that's very nice because most people in the corporate world don't think so high of people in the entrepreneurship, especially in the startups. And I was one of them, to be honest. And anybody who would say, oh, yeah, business I would say, okay, but you know, our processes don't allow. And you know how these global companies work. And I'm so sorry, but I won't be able to help you that I think my mind has opened and especially when people like you have really trusted and respected, it's it's really a big thing and thank you really from my heart and this podcast is dedicated to being grateful to you in one way and also admiring your leadership, which all the people who have come into my workshop have spoken lengths about how you are as a leader, the values that you stand for. So tell us about a little bit about the shy girl from school and reaching, you know, where you are today. What is this journey all about?
1: Yeah, this has been a this has been a complete roller coaster, Archana. I was a complete introvert. So people who know me from that phase of my life, which is one of you and a lot of our other school friends, at times when we are sitting together having a drink, having a coffee, they actually wonder what happened to me. And at times I wonder what happened to me, Archana. So it was, it's it been a very interesting journey. I would say that till the time I was in school and college, I think I led a very protective life and a very protective life, which I enjoyed. And thanks to my mom, dad, you know, they thoroughly pampered us. I went to good school, good college. And, you know, I let the, the world is simple and the world is clean. And you got to, you know, just just make sure that you keep moving on that in, in that straight line. Then happened uh, advertising to me. I stepped into the advertising world. And the first two words my boss taught me, and I, I, I thought what a, what a mean human this guy is, was um, FYI and CYA. So for everybody's benefit, for your information and cover your ass. So he said, you know, listen, if you want to exist in this world, you got to na- know these two things. I thought, my God, what what kind of a man is he? And I kind of completely wrote him off. Well, God bless his soul. He's no more now. We just lost him a few months back. What an amazing uh, gentleman he was. And I totally, totally thank him because I am what I am professionally today to a great extent because of him, because he was the way he was. So that's, that's, you know, when I walked into the advertising, I realized that Life is not a straight line. And from Delhi, when I moved to Dubai to work in a situation or an environment where there were people from different parts of the world who had come to make their career, make their life, earn some money, lead a good life, improve on the quality of life and things like that. And where I had seen most of the things and they were not new to me, but I realized that how competitive the world can be. Unless you stand up and say what you believe in, Nobody's going to give you a chance to speak your mind. So that's where I think I changed gears. And I just decided that saying, you know, hey, we need to convert this intro to extro and ensure that you're being heard. So that's the
0: difference. Mostly, you know, people who are in a certain way in school, it's not such a big transformation. But I see that you have gone leaps and bounds, I have to say. Please, yes, stories is what is this podcast is all about because inspiration comes from one sentence, one conversation, one story. So we are all for these stories. Tell us.
1: So, to my mind, uh, Archana, when you know there, there are these statements called glass ceilings and glass is half full, and uh, it is we who make our own career and our own future and our own life. A point of time, I always used to think these are these statements in the books and they are being written for us to remember and use it while we are making an interesting presentation. But I think these things actually exist. So if there is a glass ceiling which exists, it exists for us to break it. If the glass is half empty, it's for us to actually make sure that we fill in something we want to have and make it half full rather than empty and i'm taking our dreams ahead and, and this is just a small story i'm going to tell you so i have a i have a very good friend from my first advertising stint and uh, when i moved to hp he met me you know i was introduced by procurement saying there's a new agency on board and you guys got to meet them and when we met each other and he was like I use the same Deepti rang and it's, i was like oh yeah and his name is prashant call and i met him after i think almost uh, a decade and a half
0: okay and when i was How presenting in
1: that meeting when we came out, he said, are you sure you're the same person? Because, you know, I spoke my mind and the same person who would just, you know, if you would speak to me a little higher pitch, I would lose my plot. So I think it's all about how we kind of conduct ourselves. So on that happy story, I realized that, you know, when people meet you after that decade and a half, if you can still make an impact on them, I think your job is done.
0: Absolutely. I would agree there. I think it's not only the impact of on that person, but also, you know, everyone that comes into your life, I'm sure that you touch them so beautifully so that they can't stop raving about you. So where is this inspiration coming from? What do you do to inspire yourself every day?
1: Two things. One is I would say I'm my own competition. It might sound very dramatic, Arjuna, but it's a fact. I'm my own competition. I don't consider anybody else as my competition. And and again, as I said, that there are certain things which don't exist in my dictionary in terms of, you know, when when people say insecurity, no, I'm not insecure. I am insecure when it comes to when I say I don't know how to do it. And I say pretty often, by the way, there are a lot of things I don't know how to do it. But the only thing which works in my favor is that I say I don't know how to do it, but I'm ready to learn. And I don't say it for your podcast, but people who work with me have heard this from me multiple times. Just to give an example, I had no idea what did AR, XR, and VR meant. I had no clue what it meant. I did not know how CAD operated. I did not know how, what was e And then getting into a space which is digital, raising your hand and saying, I'm ready to learn and I'm ready to lead. I think it's me who's, you know, when I get up in the morning, I think it's about for me saying, okay, you know what? There's so much yet to learn. There is so much yet to enjoy. And there is so much fun I haven't had. And it is not just with work, Archana. It's me as a person. So I think I'm my own inspiration. And I have a great support system. When I'm, you ask me about inspiration. I mean, it comes from my dad, where he challenges my existence in terms of you know, if I go and tell him something, he says, so what's the big deal? You know, I mean, this is very normal. Why do you, why, I mean, why do you want me to pat your back? Typically where parents just say, oh, our child has done such a great job. I've never heard my parents say that this is a good job done, but you could have done better. Or, you know, there are so many people who are doing some great stuff So keep your feet grounded. I think the combination of all these things is what kind of inspires me and keeps kicking me to do better.
0: Fantastic and uh, if one can be the inspiration for one own self I think that is something very beautiful and my daughter says the same thing actually that she can't fall in her own eyes which I think is very hard to be honest because you should allow yourself as well and for a 19 year old to say something like this but I said that will keep her on her toes and make her a better person and so I appreciate what you're saying as well. Biti, I haven't really spent any time with you, but you know, your work uh, really is something that I follow and uh, I would like to know more about the values that you hold as a leader. So I think everybody in your organization speaks a lot about those values. So what are those values that you stand by and how do you actually bring them into your work life and your personal life, of course?
1: Before I answer that, I wanted to just give you a bit of a background. I joined HP 17 years back. This is my eighth role. I have done seven other roles besides this. And, you know, there are a lot of companies you talk about and you say that they believe in people first and they respect their people. And I don't say it because, you know, I'm not talking to HR here. I'm talking to a friend. I'm talking to somebody where I'm opening my heart. I must tell you, HP truly is an organization which is a people's first company. I have done multiple roles. Every time I went back and told the management that I want to explore something new, I want to learn something new. Instead of saying, hey, go back and do your job, they let me experiment. I did a retail job, I did Marcom, I did marketing. For some time, I actually did a leading a call center for the SMB. I never knew that, but I learned. I did PR. So there are a lot of things which I did. And why did I, why am I mentioning this here? Because this is connected now to what I am. I would say the legacy I'm taking ahead with my team. The most important thing is that being you. I think the first thing for me is you should let the team be them and not try and mold them you know, in that format which you have in mind. So I think that is the most important thing. So that is something which I learned in the last 17 years. And I'm taking it ahead by saying, let people be number one. Number two is if people don't enjoy, if they don't have fun, fun is, you know, you would have, if you follow me on LinkedIn and I follow you on LinkedIn, and I spend quality time on your LinkedIn, because it's pretty interesting. And I can tell you that um, fun is one word, which I think if it just gets away from your work environment, your workspace, then you would lose people. So that is one thing I have not taken away. Now, is that by making sure people attend some interesting workshops? Do we invite uh, you know some interesting speakers? Like basic things like book reviews, antarachne, a lot of other things. So I think fun, fun is the core to the business. Number three is I think, Knowing that what their aspiration is, what do they want to do three years from now? Not a typical you know, question, what do you, where do you see three years from now? What do you want to do three years from now? There's a very, very small difference in the two statements, but it's extremely important to know, you know what is that. If I could do that, you know, if I ever have an organization which I own and I run, um, like you do, and as I said, respect to you, is I will have a flat structure because I truly believe in that though we don't have flat structure because you know we have to respect the way the organization runs, but we truly follow the open door policy. The office we had where we used to go, it's been almost two years now because of the pandemic and I'm sure we'll get back there soon. I actually don't have a door in that cubicle or the room I sit. My phone number is with all the 117 people and they can call me anytime. I have a one-on-one randomly with folks at least five to ten times, not my direct reportees, but their teams. And it's not about their managers, it's about them, their lives, their families, their aspirations. So I think that open door policy really works amazingly. So these are the few things I you know, I don't believe I'm a very, very granular person, Arjuna. You would not get strategically bookish answers from me. I think life and career and teams are all about very base, basic. Daniela
0: stuff. Yeah, I uh, totally hear you. And uh, I would like to also share, you know, the first person who's joining me in second act as an employee, literally will be like tomorrow morning. And uh, this person asked me, so what is going to be my designation? And I asked him, So what is it that will excite you? You just take that designation because, you know, we have a very, I mean, it's me and you. So you decide what will give you a kick every morning to say, hey, I feel good about it. I so agree when you say that, um, you know, fun and respect and an open culture is something that really makes people together. And I'm so glad that you believe in it without being an entrepreneur and being in this space as well. So lots to learn from you already. And this podcast is about second act, right? And I leave to you what definition of second act you want to derive. But what is the second act? Have you experienced it already? Is it something that you're waiting to discover? Uh, what is it for you as a definition? And what would you like to do?
1: Interesting question, Arjuna. So second act for me has already happened, and you know what? I would it very unconventional. But the second act hasn't happened to me once. Now, I don't think I'll call it a third and the fourth act. I would say the second act act has happened to me in multiple fronts of life, in multiple domains of life. You know, my first second act, if I may say, was when I came back from Dubai. And, you know, I joined McCann and I started servicing Coca-Cola, which is one of the leading brands. That was the most fun and the challenging time of my life. And when I said that, hey, listen, you know, I'm working on the brand I always wanted to work. And when I come back here, back to India after spending two years in another part of the world, I think it's time for me to speak my mind. And to my surprise, that introvert became an extrovert and person who used to be shying away from presentation and boardrooms and, you know, taking a lead suddenly had a complete 180 of saying that, oh, listen you know what? I might be saying something wrong, but this is my view and I'm happy to express myself. And to my surprise, people accepted it with open arms. People accepted it with open minds. So one was, that was my first part of my second act where I changed as an individual and I from, I would say, a submissive and a calm, and I'm using the word calm because I was a very calm person. And I suddenly became aggressive, a restless, I mean, and I'm using the word loud person who would be right there front of the line, taking a lead and saying, hey, this is how it's going to happen. So that was my first second act because that's what was required. My job asked that I need to make that switch. Uh, My personality said I need to make that switch. Otherwise, I will become one of them. Hmm. That was the first time i think the uh, the next and and as i said now we want to call it a third or the fourth but my second act on another part of my personality happened in the recent past as what 3 years back arjuna as as you heard the words aggressive taking the lead being the speaker in the boardroom it is my way your highway i'm going to push my way from that person I think there was a switch when I started. uh, You know, I decided to take on this role of saying that I want to be a better listener rather than a better speaker, because I would become a better speaker once I hear what is being said to me or what's being said around me. I think that would be the second act of my personality a switch from an introvert to an extrovert to being a calm listener and making sure that I've heard what's happening around and then taking an action rather than taking an action and then hearing what's happening around. And when I say happening around, it's not in the job. I'm talking about as a person. I'm talking about as an individual. And I think this this been a huge change in me in my personality, how I deal with people, how I react to situations. So I would say my second act has happened. And um, maybe, maybe three years down the line, I have another switch. But I can clearly see that uh, I seem to like this person better than what I was three years back.
0: Beautiful. And I think I will term it as empathetic leadership because that's what it is when you hear beyond what people say and when you're actually giving both your ears Uh, you know, very attentively with deep listening. So you are on the right track, of course. And like you said, you never know. So many second acts that we discover along the way. So you're an open person, you're a person who's looking for transformation, and to be a better person, better leader. So yeah, something might happen. I want to know a little bit about, of course, your personal side Uh, What is Deepti in her personal life? What is something that she misses doing because she's always doing work? Tell me a little bit about your personal side as well.
1: So, Arjuna, first thing first, let me just correct. And a lot of people uh, say this, that Deepti is always doing work. So, Deepti is not always doing work. One thing I can say, and as I said, you know what your daughter said, I completely agree with her and I think it's it's right and the right time for her to realize saying that I want to make sure that you know I don't let myself down and I, I'm my own competition, as I told you. To me, it's about managing your time in your life. I actually do everything I wish to, right from spending time with my friends. I don't have a very big friend circle. I'm a little choosy about these things, but I have my, as I said, my, my closer group and then a bigger group. And I make sure that I spend ample of time with my friends now on the phone and the Zoom and earlier in person. I love reading. You know, I'm a very uh, focused person when it comes to Netflix. I love spending time in front of my TV. I'm a foodie. I like uh, going and exploring a lot of um, interesting and new places. So I do all of this, Archana. And I make sure that I find time for this. It's just that I'm on a fifth gear. Why I'm on a fifth gear, I have no idea. I start my day early so the joke is uh, in the family and the friends then when I get up in the morning it's almost like I put my fingers in the socket and I'm all charged so I'm a good combination of what's happening today and what, what the way we used to plan our life earlier on so I'm still a job list person so I will create my job list I will make sure that you know my jobs are documented so I can get that you know One hour in the morning standing, I stay on a 29th floor, standing in the balcony and enjoying my cup of coffee and looking at the sky and looking at the greens. So I love doing that. I make sure that my day starts with that. I make sure that I spend that one hour doing yoga. I find time for everything, what I want to do. What I don't want to do, yes, I hide behind work. You know, I would say, Oh, I have so much work, I can't do it. You know, I mean things like that. If I have to skip my gym, I know that I have to skip my gym because I will say I have too much of work things like that. But otherwise, um, I, I don't think I'm always working. So to correct you on that one. The other thing is, as an individual, uh, I'm a happy person. You know, I'm a person who's very happy with, you know, there are a lot of people around. I'll make you feel comfortable. I like hosting people. I like um, spending time with, uh, you know, uh, my friends. I'm a very mom-dad's girl. So my weekends are dedicated to my parents. I've been now single for now more than two decades. Yeah, more than two decades and I'm happy the way I am. No regrets.
0: Perfect. I'm very inspired by your energy, putting your hands in the socket and getting charged. I think that is something that i learned. And uh, since I'm feeling very drained these days, I will try this. Uh, Thank you for inspiring me. To be honest, your voice has the energy, your uh, actions have the determination. So thank you so much, Deetri. We need more people like you. We need uh, more leaders like you. And thank you for inspiring one and all. And it's an honor to uh, have you on my podcast of Second Act and see you in one of your parties soon. (laughs) Thanks again. And uh, we'll do this one more time in three years, I think. And I would like to (laughs) see what happened in these three years. Did you find a Second Act or not?
1: Totally loved it, Archana. And and I think uh, we need to catch up when things get back to normal. And uh, please uh, keep doing your workshops. My teams love them. If not in person, at least do it virtually. We've been hearing some great stuff. I think uh, maybe your next work, workshop, if time permits, I will be a part of it. And all the best to you and your team. Keep rocking, guys. And we are always there to make, make sure that you guys keep growing.
0: Thanks so much again. And um, really, I wait to have more of you uh, on my all right?. All right, Thank you. Bye-bye.